And now for our featured a film nerd. Almost all movies where I feel like dream sequences are like completely justified. A film fanatic. And the kind of just how they were reminded me of like old school Kevin Smith writing. And three movies. The old, the new, the obscure. Now, witness these two go back and forth on the art form known as film as they slowly go mad. Real man. <laughs> and now. And now. And now for our feature presentation. Hello. Uh, to the left of me here is my co-host Jess. And to the right of me is my co-host Jay. <laughs> <laughs> so the neck roll with that. Uh, <laughs> this is the. It'll go smoother. Yeah. Hey, uh, this <laughs> this is the real man podcast uh, where we go through the obs- the old, the new, and the obscure uh, movies out. Movies out right now. Movies from maybe twenty years ago and back or older. Yeah, or older, or in things you know maybe movies you've never heard of before. So, uh, chill with us and. Enjoy. This is episode three. Enjoy it. This this is the first one we actually have video for. Um, and so our first movie is Last Night in Soho. Uh, and now before I get into just the movie itself, I I had the pleasure of actually seeing this film with my co-host. It's rare. It's just the it ticket. Is a rarity. Like I had, t- this is gonna be like a <laughs> artifact. Yeah. Yeah. We'll frame it. <laughs> yes, definitely. <laughs> but I, you know, I had the I had the uh, real pleasure of actually. Um, yeah, seeing this with my co-host. Yeah, it was a whole event, too, because mm-hmm. it. I've never experienced this before. I don't think you have either. No. That it's, mm-hmm. someone lit a, lit a, like, sparked something in the theater, not our theater, mm-hmm. and it caused uh, the whole thing to shut down. Yeah. So we were out. Of, we couldn't watch the movie for, like, 15 minutes, but that's never happened before. Never. I, I've I was smoked wondering. in the theater. I've literally, like, <laughs> smoked in the theater uh-huh. and vaped in the theater, and that's never happened. Mm. And it You think even, it happened in... It was only in the wa- theaters? That's what it... Ha- I thought maybe. it was, like, the hotel at large. It couldn't have been because people smoke in the hotel. You know what I mean? That's like, true. they smoke in near like slot machines so okay yeah that's what i'm guessing but that was definitely something that, different that was yeah that was definitely so yeah we're chilling and i think how many minutes do you think we were in some movie oh we were in probably for like a, a good 30 minutes yeah okay yeah I'm yeah gonna good, go 30, good 30 minutes good 30 minutes in and then the uh the alarms go off and the thing is the movie's still kind of playing at least for like with these loud ass alarms yeah. and, and an intercom going off like a oh, recording yeah. like yeah this we're trying is, to figure out what's going yeah. on yeah, you'll over be notified <laughs> or whatever, and I'm just like, this is crazy. I was like, and you know, I thought I was like, I, I was like, there's hopefully there's like no, this isn't like some kind of terrorist attack or something like. Literally, that. he was like, uh, I bet there's an apocalypse. Yeah. Going no, on no, no, no. I said it better be. It better I was be. mad because I was, <laughs> I was like, there's no one in our theater. This can't be happening. This is not like right. was this pre- This wasn't premiere night. No, definitely not. It had been going. The movie had yeah, been out there was for like probably minute. five oh, yeah, people yeah. in the theater. Yeah, that's right. That's right. Because the movie had been out since like the. I think the 29th mm-hmm. and we um yeah we we saw it when i got i took a trip we saw it what was that like the 10th yeah. or something like that 10th of this month uh, no it no? was uh, what day was it was it thursday that was, what was last yeah last thursday maybe whatever. it was the 10th 
this is a timeless the podcast. Was a horrible day for me so, on the, oh. at work, so oh, like, that's why okay. I'm like, it couldn't be that day, but maybe it could. Yeah. In, insert <laughs> month here, um, whatever. Right. Whenever you hear this, but um, yeah. So the we yeah we're like better be apocalypse out there, and we go out there, and the guy's like, uh, I'm trying to get my money back automatically. I was really adamant about. Yeah, she was like, get your back. money back, get your money, man. I was Just like, all right, seriously. And. <laughs> And the dude's like, oh, yeah, we don't really give out refunds like that. We can just reimburse you uh, in, in by giving you another movie. Uh, and I was like. We don't want to come back here. Yeah, definitely not after that. So People be getting drunk and belligerent. And I've seen worse for less in theaters yeah. for them to shut it down. The whole, the front door was uh-huh. closing. Like where people check your tickets. They, the yeah, managers yeah, kept like, trying most, to keep yeah. it open. Yeah, that, that was, was a scary like, part. Is it safe to be in here? Like we're gonna get trapped in here forever. Yeah, it was like it was like it's kind of like watching a garage door close but sideways. Mm-hmm. And it was like huge. It was just like pushing. I get a big giant elevator that yeah. you can see coming, but it's still disturbing. <laughs> to think. Yeah, he's he's just like everyone calm down. Just yeah, like, they're like pushing, he kept it, pushing it on the side. That was a mess. And he's like, mm-hmm. yeah, no refunds. As he's trying to get the get the door off him. Yeah. I, I think I was just getting like personally, I was feel I felt like. It was a personal attack on our movie. Low key. Because cause I was just like, there's no one in this theater. There's no reason why, like, you know. You could have skipped us. And you know what's funny? I was telling uh, him, but I'll share it again. I've actually hit the alarm. I went When I went to go uh, see Aladdin in California one time, mm-hmm. I got really drunk in this theater. And, and I was a little high, too. So I had never been in this theater before. And I had to go to the bathroom really bad during this the, the movie so mm. when i went downstairs and went to get out and went out the exit door i realized it was the fire exit and i heard the alarm uh. <laughs> but the alarm went off after i closed the door oh really? and then i actually went to the bathroom and i saw a bunch of like employees like looking around like trying to figure out what it was <laughs> but it wasn't as dramatic as what happened there that's why i'm yeah. like what the fuck did happen <laughs> yeah that, yeah they, i think they were just like yeah someone set off an alarm uh yeah. and that's kind of just where it left but in a um, casino that was yeah. really dramatic <laughs> yeah yeah definitely like and we just took our bathroom breaks and then we went Carried back to the movie on. i tried to text you i was just like i went to the bathroom too because you went before me yeah and then i was like you know i think i gotta go too so i go like he and, left yeah I took, and you're like <laughs> are you still here <laughs> you're like you still minds? Here? <laughs> yeah and i was like i guess you didn't see my other text and so yeah but um i guess the real question is was it worth staying after the whole was it worth that's a good question i didn't really think about this movie in the context of that Mm -hmm. but i would say yeah you know i i'd say it's you know i'm not saying this is like a wholly original movie but i feel like uh in its Mm -hmm. style and 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 how it's put together it feels fresh yeah um and not rotten tomatoes fresh but like you know, no, it feels what it, is yeah the right? most absurd things. <laughs> but um, but yeah. So uh, I guess where do we start with this movie? I yeah. guess it's directed by is Last Night in Soho. London is everything I have dreamed of. I know how much you want this, but it's not what you imagined. <laughs> I keep seeing these visions of the past. This is just a taste of things to come. You shouldn't have come here. Maybe it's too late for you. Save yourself! Last Night in Soho. Rated R. Directed by Edgar Wright. Came out this year, 2021. 
and Edgar Wright's a great director. Yeah, he did Scott Pilgrim, Shaun of the Dead, Hot Fuzz, Hot Fuzz. Uh, no one talks about uh, what was the what was the one um, at World's End. I love that one. No one talks about it really. It, they don't. And I, I don't only know. saw it once too, but oh, I remember really? loving it. Like I thought it was so fun. I love Simon, <laughs> Simon Pegg. That whole crew is just yeah. great. I was on, actually on Tubi the other day, and I was scrolling through stuff. Um, and Simon Pegg is in a lot of stuff that like, but the, like the titles are kind of similar. And yeah, the, and the concepts are kind of similar. It's He's like got anything. A style. There's a movie, always a movie with a word, anything in it, or everything, mm-hmm. or how that's, to, or that's why it's funny that he's in the boys because he plays <laughs> fucking the dude's oh, dad yeah, yeah, he randomly, it. hella American, and just well, I I couldn't take it seriously at all. I, I like, think the idea behind that because if you I don't know if you ever seen the comics, but the character I wish I did. <laughs> the character's kind of modeled after Simon Pegg. Huey is. So what they did is now that he's kind of too old, they still wanted him in there. And so he plays Huey's dad. I adore yes. that. I did yeah. not know that. Yeah, the guy looks like a bald version of Simon Pegg in the book. Huey looks like that anyway. Fuck. I got to start reading comic uh-huh. books. <laughs> I really do. Because, like, I, I just, I, I'm fucking almost 30. But I'm like, it's just inter- I'm bored yeah. of everything else. So I'm ready for that drama. Yeah. And just, Well, yeah. you know, reading Reading is fun. Yeah. With pictures, especially. With, with pictures, especially. Uh, this movie, like I said, it it's very fresh for what it kind of seems to be. Funny thing about it, I didn't, uh, I, like, from the trailers that I've seen, I thought it was, like, I thought it took place in, like, New York or something. Because like, there's, like, a Soho in every, what, like, every state, kind of. Like, it's an area. It's a specific. Yeah. You know, it's, like, I guess... What I don't know really how to really describe it because like Soho is like I'm guessing it's the fashion district yeah. for for London yeah it, this movie takes place in London it's a very British movie too which I did not also expect yeah it's um, very yeah that's true because I did think of I literally said that like it sounds like that's like the New York New York of New York yeah. in England or whatever yeah I guess, I guess it's it like it feels and looks just like it it's like London's Shibuya mm-hmm. or something for Tokyo I don't know what Shibuya. you don't it's like the, that's kind of like their fashion like very city yeah okay uh, yeah 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 spot which um, is very interesting yeah but the um yeah the movie is really British it's stars who's the who's the main girl in this Anya Taylor Joy well I, yeah Anya Taylor Joy I love the witch uh, the witch and uh what was it the, the, Queen's Gan- oh, the Queen's Gambit. The Queen's Gambit. That show is good. She yeah. was the shit in that. I got to check out the Queen's Gambit. You do. Too. It's yeah, worth it. It's good. It's very worth it. It's way better than I, I thought it was going to be boring as shit because <laughs> it's chess. Mm-hmm. Really good. Okay. Very good. Okay. Makes it really interesting. Um, Who's the other girl? Who's the main girl? So Anya Taylor Joy. I forget in her it. name, but I just realized because I was like, why does she seem so fucking familiar to me? But mm-hmm. she was in the new movie old the m night Shyamalan oh, movie she, she's one of the little she, girls yeah so. i was like wow i didn't even <laughs> click to me uh, yeah her name is uh thomason oh, Mc- so, so british yeah very british thomason mckenzie so british yeah she's she's kind of cute though i'm like she's yeah. she's kind of likable for her character like yeah she's an old she's in jojo rabbit she's jojo rabbit yeah she's in jojo rabbit really that makes sense. She's, I like her a lot. I could watch her in more movies where she's the main character. She didn't yeah. get on my nerves at all. Yeah, she's very, she she's very. I guess uh, her character uh, Ellie is very like timid and quiet. 
but I it I felt like the this this movie gave me like a feel as if it was like it's like based on a novel or something like yeah. you know what I mean like because the Cause type you're of character like this perspective in a different in mm-hmm. in a very different light like yeah. very third person yeah. or not even third person like what very. person would you put it because it's like there but it's not mm-hmm. well it's 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 really and it's not necessarily in pieces but it, it feels kind of like a like a stretched out short story but like in a good way yeah like uh narratively it because the best thing about it and with with what uh with um what Edgar Wright does a lot in a lot of his movies he, he's really a fan of cutting to the chase when it comes to certain things like Those there is scenes yeah are classic <laughs> like the air of mystery uh, and you know and it's, it's interesting how he can make it you know he knows how to make it comedic but he also knows how to make it serious yeah and he also knows that and all of it's kind of the same motion mm-hmm. it's pretty he's got cool. a style i i appreciate when directors have their own mm-hmm. way of doing things and it's done correctly because yeah. i know exactly what i think about the part in Scott Pilgrim when he's about to go kick old dude's ass and they cut him like doing his thing. Yeah, and then I totally his forgot slowly. he did Scott Pilgrim too. Tell yeah, me. he did that for that. And then the, in Shaun of the Dead when he's like, we're going to go do this, this, this. And then oh, the yeah. wait for it to all blow over. And yeah. <laughs> just keep doing it over and over again. Like that's, it's I perfect. love his style. Yeah. I love Edgar Wright. <laughs> he's so, he's so genius. And so his uh, music too. He yeah, really killed yeah. it with the music this time. I, I think yeah. I don't know. I feel like this time it was almost stronger than the music for uh, Baby Driver because with Baby I Driver, it. It, oh you had. But it? I heard that he yeah. went in for that movie. Yeah, a lot of that is wholly based on music, because uh, you know the character Baby is deaf and in a sense, but oh he, he is. Yeah, yeah. He has like or like, huh? Really extreme tinnitus. Yeah, yeah. Really extreme tinnitus, and so he is that a real thing? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh, like so he can't hear because he's got a ringing in his ear all the time. Oh my yeah. god! And it's interesting because yeah, yeah. Oh. So because he's a getaway driver. Interesting. Yeah. I it's, still don't watch it. Want to watch it? But it sounds <laughs> yeah. He's like a he's like a little I'll iPod to to, and he's always playing like fifties tunes. I feel like it's like maybe it's like a a thing like a hopefully Edgar. Maybe it's a pattern with these. Maybe he's moving up in decade. They all kind of have like a similar like a similar thing with music in this one in this one i think it is early 60s music right yeah it's all early 60s 60s, pop yeah um 60s going to 70s just yeah kind of doo-wop-esque stuff Mm -hmm. um yeah and i like it though i feel like he because for some reason it seems familiar with his other movies except scott pilgrim obviously Mm -hmm. but like for some reason i feel like he's really good about like putting in his music injecting his little yeah 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 i feel like it never feels overblown and i think it like i think what it is also i think it might be be music choice Mm because if you really think about something like and i haven't really personally seen this i'm just speaking from what i've heard and what i've been told is that like this in compare this is this uses music way better than uh, Cruella, where Cruella I was didn't like, see that either. Jukebox. This is a '70s. Everything is a hit song that we're gonna play for you right now. And they did know. the same thing with Fear Street. Fear Street. Did it's the Netflix oh the thing. Netflix thing? I haven't. I seen couldn't it. even finish it because I wanted <laughs> to, and annoyed. I hear it's really good. Mm-hmm. My sister has been trying to get me to watch it. And I want to because it's my it's yeah. my shit. But the first one where it takes place in the '90s, literally the first probably like. 10 to 
15 minutes is probably like seven different songs <laughs> just to let you know that they're in the 90s and uh, i'm like good ones too like yeah. songs i really love because yeah. that's i love that genre but like I'm like, bitch, we get it. It's literally <laughs> called Fear Street 90s. We know it's in the 90s. Yeah. Like, and I, I don't funny. like that. I, I, I'm yeah. like. Yeah, it's it, there's there's a point of overuse. Mm-hmm. But in this movie, like I said, it's it's kept. And honestly, I think also what keeps it honest is that it's kind of kept to specific spots. So mm-hmm. the thing with uh, Ellie's character is that she, and it's kind of po- pushed off to the side, but it really aids the story is the fact that she's like a, um, I guess she's somewhat. Would I say? Would you say like clairvoyant? Yeah. No. Well, no. Kind of like a medium. Yeah, sort of a medium. Yeah, she can see ghosts, and she sees the ghost of her mom often. Uh, Her mom really actually doesn't speak at all in this movie because I think she didn't. She I think she said she died when she was really young. Mm -hmm. So So she probably can't even picture her. Yeah, what she'd say or things like that. Um, which is still kind kind of a cop out in my opinion. That's not like a plot a problem with the movie, but the thing is like. Uh, so she has the she um she goes to was it fashion school mm-hmm. and she's having like room and board issues uh, with a current roommate and so she gets a she rents out a different place and in that room I guess lived you know sort of the spirit of this girl uh, from the sixties uh, Sandy yeah I believe mm-hmm. and so but Sandy you hear Sandy talk you Sandy doesn't only just show up Sandy takes you to where she was I have a theory though. Oh, you have a theory on this? Okay. On that. Spoilers for the spoilers movie. Spoilers always. 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 Yeah. We oh, need to have spoilers. that. Yeah, we should just stamp it. We need to it. have that stamped, yeah. like literally. You're right. Um, yeah, my theory for that, because you said you like the cop out, which makes would make sense, but you realize like that was Sandy. The old lady was Sandy, yeah. so I feel like that might have helped her imagination. Like connect go more? Connect. That's my guess. Oh, okay. Like, Cause she is the only yeah. other person that, but at the same time, yeah, it's it's it. So with her, and this is, I guess, the biggest one of the biggest twists in the movie is that Sandy isn't necessarily a dead person. Sandy is like, it's it's a portion of her soul in a sense, yeah, uh, that that has escaped her because of her dark past. Uh, you know, she, uh, I guess, every night Ellie puts on a little bit of sixties music, goes to bed, and is able to kind of vicariously live through Sandy's life um, and how in, uh, you know, ultimately leading to like the bad turn Sandy took in life uh, and that kind of, in a sense, like haunt her after a while. And that also, that's also another kind of theory part. I thought about this. The theory um, is, so the time, like there's a point in the movie where things get really dark for uh, Sandy and Ellie in connection. And Ellie, as even after Ellie wakes up, she's being haunted, haunted by like these spirits, and this is the, I think the first time it actually affects her outside of that room. She's going to school and things like that. Uh, the second half of this whole like later on in the day, she goes back to her room and she witnesses uh, Sandy's uh, murder in a sense. Um, and I was thinking, I was like, well shouldn't these spirits only be able to follow her in specific places or just that room in general? And I was thinking, well, it was Halloween. Is there, do you think there's like that whole, you know, yes. As a matter of fact, I do. (laughs) I do think that that you say that that would make so much sense to me because it was that. It was only that day. Yeah, it was. I think it was only that day or maybe a little, was it after? No, because it was earlier that day. 
Wait, what what hap- What day was it that she was in that library and she almost stabbed the old girl in the face? Did she go to the Halloween party that night? Yeah, I feel was like it that later was, that night. I'm trying to. Or was that the out? next day? I'm now I'm confused. Yeah, but, but that's I would feel. Thing. But I would feel like that's correct. I want to look into that later. Mm-hmm. But that would make sense to me. Okay. Because huh. I believe in that. <laughs> that, that. That adds up. Oh, okay. But yeah. Fact checked. Yeah. Uh, did you enjoy the movie? Yeah. Overall. I think I did. I really, I think other, you know, other than the big distraction we had in the middle of it. Yeah. Uh, yeah, no, I did enjoy the movie. Uh, it's a, this is, I feel like even compared to Baby Driver, this is a significantly like smaller movie. I feel like it's enclosed. You know I what I mean? I see that. Uh, even when it came to like, you know, um, what is it? Like the, uh, the theater, like when it came to. It wasn't as big of a buzz. Yeah, there wasn't a big as big of a buzz for a movie like this. But then again, you know, I would think too because it came out closer to Halloween and it was a lot. I wouldn't say it's a scary movie, but it it got kind of scary to me, like scarier than I thought it was gonna be. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's what. That's the part I forgot about about seeing a movie with her is uh, like. <laughs> This is this was like I said truly an experience. Uh, <laughs> if you ever heard of what is it D box? You ever you ever heard about that the D box? It's like the, the, you, like, random items the no no like D box is like uh, or is it D box? I can't remember. But it's like the uh, it's like the sensory uh, theater where like you can feel the shaking yeah. when you shake the seats. <laughs> like the most the motion rides. Human <laughs> human diva like scary parts happen she's gonna grab your arm you know what i mean like it's it's I'm great very, i talked through the whole thing yeah but that's I, the thing i was I'm very interactive i was cool with i was kind of nervous about that because i didn't know if she was like i was like if she does that like or would she be cool with me doing that but she started it so mm-hmm. i was just like perfect um i have literally warned people about when i go watch movies with them but sometimes <laughs> i don't feel like it because i want to watch a movie with them and i'm like if i tell them how i am they'll change their minds so really? like, i don't that was it was fun up. it was fun i don't shut up i don't uh you think you're no different than mm. any of my other friends that's good that's why it makes so. sense because uh-huh. you should have seen me with me and my sister when we saw jurassic world because my biggest fear is dinosaurs. Mm. Really? Yeah. <laughs> Very irrational. Oh, yeah. I was like, they're not coming but, back anytime soon, I don't think. But the movie is literally about man-made dinosaurs. <laughs> so I'm literally like oh, listening yeah. to them describe the dinosaur. And every time they're done talking about it, I'm like, ah, that's scary. <laughs> and, like, and when they pop out, I'm literally obnoxious as shit. <laughs> that's the best reference I could think of. Uh, but yes. Hey. And yeah, it got scary. Last yeah. night in Soho. I didn't. I just, I don't know if I'm a fan of the, the plot ju- twist. Oh, uh, the plot twist? Like. Like that the ghost isn't necessarily a ghost at all? Ugh, I don't know. Maybe that. I don't know what it is that makes me bothered by it. Uh-huh. Did it take some time? Do you think, because, so, the reason why we saw the movie together, which I want to explain, is uh, that we were planning on reviewing it fresh. Usually when I see when we do movies on this show, I, I, me personally, I take notes, but I know I can't really do that in the theaters. Mm-hmm. And I don't, you know, same with you. So we'll, and we'll see them separately, but it's just like, you know, there's a lot of time in between and we were going to shoot that night, but we just, you know, mm-hmm. things kind of happen. And so, um, yeah, it was like, uh, definitely would like to do it again. That was, yeah, fun. we got to do but, that again. <laughs> but yeah, I, I didn't like that she killed, that she was about to try to kill her after she was like, went through all that stuff with her. Like, 
to be for real though, it's self defense. It wasn't this. Oh, you oh you meant you like, meant the older lady. The old lady okay. trying to do oh, it. Old old Sandy. Yeah, old one. Sandy trying to kill the girl. I'm like, dude, you're really just killing anybody. Like <laughs> it makes you look. It it turns the whole kind of thing upside down into mm-hmm. where it's like fuck like. She became a villain later when yeah. all those other people, like I told you, when they were trying to help her, I'm like, he, she better not help all those fucking ghosts. They need to burn in hell. <laughs> but then when she tried to kill her, I was like, why? Why would you do that? She's literally been on your side through this whole time. Yeah, but honestly, like the whole thing, like I, I just like how the one thing I thought was interesting about the ghosts is that they like exercise their options. They're like, call the police first. Yeah. And they're like, no, actually, f- fight her. Like, yeah. <laughs> like they were like, they didn't like, Dude, they, like they can't figure out what the, what's, yeah. the best, what's the best approach. Yeah. And, but also, I, you know, and it's a movie thing. Mm-hmm. But the only thing that kind of made me mad and sort of like that final scene to like um, was like, I feel like I know what you're going to say. You think so? It's the go ahead. I want to. No, no, no. Okay. I, hear it. I was going to say like sort of like the timing of the poison. I was wondering as to like. How long before it actually kicks in? Like, and you know, she saves in the nick of time because she decided to go right back downstairs. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, <laughs> it's just like, you know, uh, you know, an ambulance and whatever. But it's just, it kind of seems to they me. They needed time for that, that yeah. singing, that, that solo of hers going yeah. upstairs. Yeah. Which was so. It's very likeable. artsy. It was so, yeah. yes, it was so artsy. I loved all the scenes where they were going it draping all the colors and the music like that's what made the movie for me honestly i was like i fucks with this so this is so so despite your your, despite that i did enjoy it okay and i'm glad that it kind of cleaned it up at the end but i was still like why why Mm -hmm. let her just be like oh i fucked up i'm just gonna die or something yeah well one thing i I thought was interesting was like the lingering of uh like uh so you know one of the reasons why she ends up getting a different place is because of her roommate uh mm-hmm. what's her what did she say jocosta uh, uh jocasta jocasta yeah. old bitch J- oh my Jocasta. god what a fucking bitch <laughs> i read somewhere that they talk about like fashion school in london really being like that like that very like clicky yeah and very clicky and high people, school and very cause think, like f- fashion is really well known in like the UK, so mm-hmm. you can only imagine the people that got it figured out are probably like, Bleh. yeah, yeah, Very probably. Uh, but, but she was a whore. <laughs> I hated her. <laughs> well, and, and I think you know she's a good character. That kind of like you know, in a sense, that serves a purpose for just you know, kind of springboard the story and That's have her true. move. But I felt like the fact that she kind of lingered after, like just kind of being there, it wasn't really necessary. I mean, it's I guess it's I would have kicked her to the what curb, made it but realistic. <laughs> and even I, I think show Ellie is a good, better person yeah, than me. I, I, yeah, I, I, probably uh, better than me too. Like I, I think like, um, like I don't know what they planned to do. With, was like the drinks, the red herring when it came to like the whole Halloween party thing, because that's what really threw me off. You know what I mean? Like, you know, because she hands them drinks and she's like, enjoy tonight or whatever. It's like, did it enhance her ghostly experience later? Or yeah, maybe. like what? It, like, because at the end of the day, you can toss that scene out. And it wouldn't really make a true. difference to a lot of the story. Uh, That's true. I think, you know, sort of the subtext in sort of uh, a way, I guess, is sort of a. Uh, sort of sort of. Um, was it like a. I guess meta commentary, mm. sort of on, yeah, being like just a, showing her go off the deep end. Yeah, well, that, but that, but more like, kind of like, 
women in a living alone situations. Yeah. And so the craziness that can come with that with like creepy taxi drivers. And, That's true. Uh, oh, yeah. Yeah. That was really early on. That had nothing to do. I with forgot ghosts. about that. She's yeah, coming into that London. Was so creepy. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. And he like stands outside of the store that she goes into or like parks. Yeah. It parks outside. He's like, oh, we're here waiting for you. And she's like, there were so many warning necessary. signs that London was just going to be a struggle <laughs> for her. I probably would have left, too. She's yeah. she's a trooper. Yeah. Honestly, I probably would have left. After, oh, my God. After Halloween. Probably. And I'm surprised her little boyfriend still fucked with her. After yeah. He, after what he put her through. She put it. <laughs> through that night we never got to see whatever his fashion projects was whatever that was well i but. saw one shirt and it wasn't that impressive <laughs> but that was why he was in class so as she gla- that. grabs her glasses yeah. <laughs> i wasn't that impressed <laughs> yeah. but um yeah i guess all in all if we're just gonna wrap it up and move to the next movie soon um yeah all in all i, I dig this movie i think uh like it's a small movie would i recommend to other people um i think if you just you kind of just want like a short escape into something that's a little bit thrilling is not like you know she she saw some scary parts i i was i was pretty into it i didn't think it was that like terrifying or anything i mean it's not it, like looking yeah. back but yeah st- it's because mm-hmm. it's very it's like more suspenseful at first yeah. and then out of nowhere they're throwing out these weird jumpy things you're like Ugh. yeah I've, I've heard it's disturbing um, <laughs> i've heard uh what was it i've heard the term uh hitchcockian Hitchcockian. <laughs> <What the laughs> hell comes of a word. Movie. Yeah, very, very the birds. Uh, but I was like, I could see that. But I think it's the British element that kind of yeah, does that. I feel like this was an American blonde, movie. The crazy ass blonde girls all over. The yeah, place. <laughs> carrying a knife everywhere they go. No, yeah. I get that. And so you know, though we did did uh, say spoilers and spoilers for everything. I, I feel like you know the pieces that we haven't mentioned about this movie. That's for you to enjoy, stranger. If yeah. you haven't actually seen the movie and you don't mind learning a couple things that uh you know they're there but i don't know how like like you said i don't know how strong the twist really was it was uh, it it wasn't strong it was like but. yeah i'm like i don't know what i w- expected because i was like is that her <laughs> i'm like what the fuck happened so, <laughs> but i don't know yeah. it was good enough yeah good enough so i recommend you recommend i definitely recommend just like he said the good little experience very Edgar Wright. Yeah. Very, very Edgar Wright. Wright. So if you're very, very Edgar Wright, but also kind of, kind of, uh, I think there's another writer on this movie, and I think he ge- he gave her a little bit more space to breathe uh, within his stuff. Uh, who else wrote this? Just get that down real quick. Just to give out the credit. Um, the Breddit. The Breddit. <laughs> Oops, I went to the actress's page. Um, oh, yeah. Um, the other writer is, uh, Christ, Christy. Is it, it's like, Christ. I guess it's supposed to be Christy, but it's like, it's like, with a, it's like, it's like how people spell crystal Christy, with a yeah. Y sometimes. There's Christy with two Y's. Yeah. Cr- yeah. <laughs> Christy Wilson. Uh, what has she done? Uh, Karen's Karen's Grins. probably very British. All yeah, right. That's a very shout out to a very British lady. Oh, she helped with. She wrote nineteen seventeen. Seventeen. That looks like a crazy. Oh, Penny Dreadful. I've not seen that. I heard it's really good. <laughs> That's all I know. Yeah. And so yeah, and that was. There is very girl power. Power yes. Oh yeah, yeah. Yes. Very, very, if you're looking for the girl power, little hint of it, just a little salt. Salt baby. On top, <laughs> on top of it, that yeah. So yeah, I recommend this movie. Last night in Soho, baby. 
right. And our second movie would be, which one did you want to do? For, oh, yeah, it's old. So we're going to do. Benny and June? Yeah, Benny and June. I love it. Yeah. Well, you are crazy. Yeah, I hope so. Johnny Depp. Mommy. Mary Stuart Masterson. Aiden Quinn. Benny and June. A romance on the brink of reality. This was actually one of my favorites. I actually really enjoy this movie. Uh, what's the year and director on this? The director is Jeremiah S. Chechik? 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 I don't know. All these hard names for writers and directors. Yeah. Chechik. I'm going to go with that. Yeah, from 1993. The other plots are long, so I'm just going to go with this one. A mentally ill young woman finds her love in an eccentric man who models himself after Buster Keaton. <laughs> that is a, a weird, like, it, it, but it's, it's, yeah, it's, I mean, it's accurate. It is. It just, there's just more to like, yeah, it's like, really not just about them. That's what, that's but, what throws me sure. off. Yeah. <laughs> but no, that's like the type of like in just in the titling and everything. That's the type of thing that I feel like confused me about this movie coming in because i'm always under the assumption that benny and june is johnny depp and yeah the um what's her name what's the actress's name i fucking don't know i've only seen her in this and fried (laughs) green tomatoes mary stewart oh yeah mary stewart masterson mary stewart masterson and johnny depp you assume they're benny and june yeah but benny is actually her uh her brother uh benny and june are brother and sister and uh johnny depp is like a, a different character um Johnny Depp is I guess the love the, interest. Yeah, the love interest, uh, in a sense. And so the movie I think yeah, B- Benny is played by uh Aiden Quinn, a different guy. Very I I, felt, I I was telling David earlier, I was telling him it was like he's like Danny DeVito not Danny DeVito, uh uh D- Tony Danza esque. Like he's yeah. very like very like like yeah like uh, very, how are we gonna do this thing like very new york so and like accurate. hairy arms and like i guess every like 30 year old white woman's dream in the 90s yeah uh <laughs> not when johnny depp's in the picture though oh yeah, yeah when he shows up it's over <laughs> but like <laughs> but dead ass <laughs> yeah so yeah uh actually yeah we went with my take first on last one so what's your take on this okay i love this well it's like a it's one of those movies I liked when I was growing up. Oh, so you had seen it before. Yeah, it's like an artsy. I was obsessed with Johnny Depp, mm-hmm. so anything to see Johnny Depp at the time. But it, even at that time to now, it's still like a movie that I'm like, what is it really about? Like, yeah, like, but it's a good movie. I think it's I think it's watchable. It's just like a regular old '90s movie. Mm-hmm. The like plots aren't wait, something you need to think too hard into. Yeah, but. I'm also just like, why about a yeah, lot of things? about a lot of it. Yeah, like so, why? Like, okay. Yeah. In premise, basically, Benny is guy, his sister's June, and I, I wouldn't say she doesn't really have like a, she's not necessarily like on the spectrum or anything. She's like, I don't know what she's her like, thing is. Well, well, they kind of they they kind of hint at it. Uh, she's in a sense mentally disturbed due to 
I guess, whatever happened to their parents. So she's just got PTSD, basically. Sort of. And I guess, I don't know how long it took before, like, therapy actually happened or whatever. But because, I guess, delayed or whatever, she's she has, like, somewhat emotional issues uh-huh. when it comes to, uh, was it, like, loud noises mm-hmm. and crowds and things like that. Um, and so she's, she's kind of usually staying at home. Benny has a business as a mechanic, and he'll hire people to, like, babysit her. Uh, and at this point they're like that happened when they were really young at this point they're like what maybe like uh like uh, early 30s late 20s yeah late 20s early 30s yeah that's why i'm just like why i'm confused (laughs) like how like i don't know what her thing is and Mm -hmm. like well to me it did seem like she was like so in that they do a quick flashback where they show like the car accident yeah the right? car accident i guess it was a car accident that happened to wasn't the she in it they were like yeah yeah it? there's like a yeah but there's like i think benny's looking like 18 probably and she's looking like eight kind of if you look at it it's a little it's him and like a little girl i don't know if you remember the flashback maybe i don't because i feel like mm-hmm. i don't remember that big of an age gap and then it doesn't make sense yeah yeah they don't really look that much yeah they look like they're only like, Unless, probably like at max four years difference yeah. I don't know. Well, he—I know he's de- significantly taller than the mm-hmm. than, than little I mean, June. That then. don't mean shit. <laughs> yeah, <I've> but <laughs> my cousins that are like like fucking years younger than me are fucking taller than me. So like that don't mean anything. That's true. That's true. But damn milk. Yeah, um, that fucking milk. <laughs> that's so funny. Yeah, but um, so uh, yeah. To me, it seemed like she was kind of like perpetually like eight years old or something okay. mentally because she has sort of like this childlike stubbornness about her Very, yeah. um, even even when she does use like big words and stuff like that her a lot of her paintings are finger painting type mm-hmm. based even remember even that like, sandwich she makes was it a sandwich no no it's like it's it like, was a smoothie thing yeah it's like a, it's like a, it's like cereal, cereal and milk just blended oh my god <laughs> uh, and i'm pretty sure it with the peanut butter mm-hmm. whatever and i'm pretty sure it's like something that like it's probably not that bad. Yeah, it's probably not that bad, but I'm pretty sure it's like something that they wanted to like make a thing so that people who saw <laughs> like, the movie this bitch were like, is crazy. I want to try it, yeah, <laughs> or something like that. So, but um, what did you think of Johnny Depp's Buster Keaton impersonations? Um, I thought I thought he really did well. Honestly, I think that's all he really <laughs> did well. Not 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 that the acting was bad, but there wasn't much to him. To him, yeah. Um, I think he um, I think he you know it added well to sort of uh this movie i think it was the uh, and i know why he's on the poster and all that, like she's not even on the poster benny nor june like are on this poster so and that's what yeah clickbait <laughs> yeah yeah the first clickbait movie really um, that it got me that way because i was like what is this even about yeah and it, like i said benny and june you would think johnny depp is benny but no it's a brother and sister story about them kind of like growing apart together sort of but like you know they're both finding like these people that they're in love with or whatever um i want to talk about benny for a little bit because for somebody whose name's in the title is really not there like that um he's really not yeah like the movie starts with him and basically you just get the gist that he's the adult his sister is the child and that um he he's kind of just very comfortable in life he has his business he talks about traveling doesn't get to do that because his sister's, you know, his sister needs him. He, you know, women are attracted to him, want to date him. Doesn't do that because his sister, he needs to take care of his sister. So, um, one thing he does often is these poker games, I guess, with whoever's in the town. It was, I thought that was kind of like the warm part of the movie was just like this 
you know, there's probably like what, like four or five locations this whole movie, mm-hmm. and most really? of them really feel enclosed. You got you know Benny's house, the mechanic shop, the park, and I think the hospital towards the finale. Mm-hmm. Uh, and yeah, and oh, and I guess Benny's love interest house. I don't even remember her name, but I know. Ju- Julianne Huff, yeah. Or Ju- that's not, no, Julie. It's Juliet Lewis, Mo- isn't it? Juliet Lo- No, yeah, Juliet, Juliet Moore. Moore. Yeah, Julianne Moore. Julianne I just, Moore. I just put, yeah. We just put like so many Julias <laughs> in like so many times. So yeah, uh, Julianne Moore, uh, who also has a very very small part in this, uh, as the. Um, as what? As the the uh, love it the, the Benny's yeah. love interest. Benny's love interest. They should have just called it June. Yeah, <laughs> or I guess uh, it. I guess Sam and June Sam didn't and sound June. that good because that, that's Benny. who Johnny Depp plays. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You could just switch the names because he does look like a seem like a Benny. Yeah, yeah. It would. It would have. Yeah, it would have been. I fine. think that's my thing. I, like as much as I say I like the movie, I feel like it's just like. Yeah. Why? Well, like, I think I think it's it's kind of you know it's one of those things rooted in the '90s where it's like you need things to happen. But you still don't want it's not a blockbuster. Mm-hmm. We don't need, you know, giant set pieces, crazy, intricate things. We just need like the we need these little niche little moments. We just need Johnny Depp with long hair. Yeah. And, and a, like and, a, and suspenders. It, it does. It, it does pull in a question to me, though, like how much this movie needed him. You know what I mean? Like because I don't know if the Buster Keaton thing came before Johnny Depp or after. In like was this like an extra spice to enhance the movie? Because there's that whole there's that whole piece where they're at the park, and you know, uh, you know he, he you gets everybody's attention. Yeah, he gets everyone's attention. Yeah, and kind of does like a little theater in the park type deal where he's doing all these little tricks with everybody having fun with his hat and all type <laughs> of stuff. And it like it it is entertaining and it's good. And you can tell Johnny Depp like really studied hard. Yeah, he when took he this really put serious. these things together. And so, yeah, it, I think it just it makes it all the more kind of uh, special. And I understand why he's on the title. Oh, he's not. Or I understand why he's on the poster, but I still don't understand why they didn't just focus it there. Uh, Benny isn't terrible. He's just boring. He's so boring. He's just boring. He's a regular guy with a weird sister. And he's just taking and care of insecurities and PTSD yeah. on his own. Yeah. Taking on the family. <laughs> just typical stuff uh-huh. that I'm like, you kind of know and yeah. get why he's the way he is. And that's what makes it boring. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But yeah. So he's not even a bad guy. He's not he's, even a bad he's guy. He's a great yeah. guy. <laughs> one of the, and like I was saying earlier, one of the simple things he does is these poker games, I guess he has every weekend. And uh, some one of his, one of his friends, I guess, had a cousin come in. Uh, to live with him for a little bit, which is Sam, which is Johnny Depp's character. And one day, I guess Benny, I, did he miss the game? I don't, I forgot. He, he yeah, misses the he, poker game. He like bet they like it was a bet thing. Yeah. And June's there. Yeah, June has yeah. to like take over because I think he had to like work or some shit. Yeah. And why would he do that? Yeah, like, I don't know. And like, stupid. See, no, no, he didn't know June was there. He goes, he comes <gasps> they by. They brought her out. Yeah, they brought her out. That's and, right. And she's. And she uh, basically bets, or no, the the one of his people like bets uh, his cousin, mm-hmm. which is Sam, and they end up winning him in a poker game or losing losing a poker game and end like up winning getting him. Johnny Depp. Yeah, and so I mean, you know, I love the scene when he clean when he cleans the house though. That was entertaining oh, when he's all over. Yeah, all over the walls. And I'm stuff. like, you're probably not cleaning shit, but it's still fun yeah. To watch. Like because when the house because when I was watching him initially, I'm just like, okay, he's just goofing off. And mm-hmm. then when 
Vinny comes home and she's like, he cleaned the house. Mm-hmm. And I, they show the shots. I'm like, did he? <laughs> I don't remember that. Watching him do it, I'm like, bro, that's a spit clean kind <laughs> of thing. Uh-huh. And the way he rubs this blanket, this little cloth on everything yeah. all the time. I'm like, nah, that's and, not clean. And, and, but, you know, though, you know, the movie. But I liked it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and, and, and so, like, you know, though the movie is somewhat predictable, I'd say. It's like, you know, everything after them getting Johnny Depp is sort of a ticking clock as to when is Benny going to find somebody for himself? When will June and Sam get together? And, you know, it just kind of all culminates towards the end in a nice little pretty way. Um, I just thought about when Johnny Depp was in the window. (laughs) Oh, hanging off the... Oh, that was cute. See, they just... They just made that for everyone that liked for, i was gonna say i was like and for I, you specifically yeah for me <laughs> not just me but it's all it is it's just a yeah. johnny depp movie <laughs> yeah for sure for sure and i think i, I think i'd honestly close with that there's real like it's it's feel good i feel like it's like it's like it's like a soup of a movie to me like it's just like it's like it's i need something to watch yeah good soup i don't want to <laughs> feel bad i just want to watch something the, you don't the, have to put your mind too de- yeah. like heavy into Sticks it. Will never be that high, no matter how hard they really try. Yeah. So yeah, it's yeah, it's one of those movies, and yeah, I, I guess I recommend that one as well. Benny and June, I'm, I'm down with. What I about don't you? know if I'd recommend it. Mm-hmm. It's so mm-hmm. it's. I recommend it to girls. Anyone that's like <laughs> like, oh my god, I love Johnny Depp. Oh my god, have you seen Benny and June? It'd be oh, that okay. kind of situation. That, that's fair. But that's it's fair. to me like talking about it now. Like I like I said, I would I love the movie growing up. But there's but really not much to there's say. There's really not much to say about it. Like it's just a Johnny Depp movie. Yeah. And I love the I love the beginning song though from Friends. Oh uh, yeah. Five hundred miles. Uh, yeah, we were talking. Me and David were talking about that. It was like I was like, "That's in they every movie." They play the movie. whole song. Yeah, too. <laughs> but that's in every movie from that decade, or, or really uh, not? Is. Not the de- well, at least those those like two three years that song was hot because it's in Dumb and Dumber. I know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's in a, it's in it's in a couple of movies. Um, a song. It's, a, it's on like two of my playlists. So you recommend the song over <laughs> over Benny and June? Ah, mm-hmm. <laughs> uh, damn! <Yeah. laughs> oh my god, I would, <laughs> but it is what it is. I'll sing it. I'll sing it before I recommend it. That'll be a karaoke uh, that, yeah, like song. Like, yeah, I was going to say, I was like, that's, that's a karaoke, a karaoke song. for sure. <laughs> that's we'll for sure. That. But, uh, yeah, I guess it's Benny and June. Benny and June Would for recommend <laughs> She Says Just for the Ladies. For the Ladies. Uh, and so our next movie, I know for a fact I don't need my phone for this, but uh, was Living in Oblivion. Nick Rev is making a movie. Action. He's wonderful, isn't he? It's something most of us only dream of doing. How'd you get into cinematography? No, I'm I'm directing this movie. How'd you get into directing? But for Nick... Hey, Bob! Hey, Bob! Rolling! The dream... Cut! Do I have to do everything myself here? ...is becoming a nightmare. What is your name, anyway? Steve Buscemi. I freak out in your dream. I freak out in my dream. The longer I'm exhausted. Sounds kind of like an identity crisis. Catherine Keener. Nick. Yeah. Nothing. <laughs> Dermot Mulroney. Hey, that's my iPad. Can I borrow it, Wolf? Nick, it just feels right. James Legros. I play a sexy uh, serial killer that checks up with one writer. In a love story filmed somewhere between fantasy. I can walk through just about anything. Like air. Reality. I think you could see I'm under a little pressure here. And oblivion. 
living in oblivion. Scene six, take one, let's do that! Kiss my ass! Yeah! Right, now we're making a movie! Living in Oblivion, the new film by Tom DiCillo. Uh, now, as far as the director and year, I definitely need it for that. Tom Tickle-Lickly or something like that. Is that right? <laughs> Tom Tickle-Lickly. Is that right? Thomas My, Tickle-Lickly. Let's see. Uh, let's see if you're right on that. Oh, dir- yeah. No, dir- directed by Tom De- DeCilio is how you pronounce it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my God. That was That's like, fun. <laughs> Tom. It, well, it's spelled like D I C. I was the I forgot I the D L- in the beginning. L-O. I thought so the D she, was a T. <laughs> I can see it being like Tick Ilio, but mm. uh, yeah, I don't know Tickly. It's Tom. <laughs> Tickly Tom. <director>. Tickly Tom. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Um, <laughs> yeah. Uh, I th- where the hell did you hear about that movie? Did you just stumble upon it? No. So funny enough, I think Living in Oblivion. I'd actually seen probably like two years ago or something like really? that really um i remember hearing about it uh on one of my favorite shows uh one of sh- the basically one of the shows that inspired this show um uh cisco and ebert at the movies uh which is another like a great great review show i recommend if you find it on youtube please watch it i will um yeah definitely be i'll, I'll just be sending you episodes. yeah <laughs> but like um yeah living in oblivion from 1995 directed by Tom DeCilio. It's it's basically uh sort of sort of a would would you say anthology? It's kind of anthology-esque. Yeah. But it's, it's not is yeah. is like the movie Crash and stuff like that anthology-esque mm-hmm. or like well mm-hmm. cuz to me it's like a bunch of stories wrapped up in one. Well, actually, up, no. well yeah, well I think like, in comparison to Crash Crash is kind of uh it's way really extreme compared but i'm just talking about the style mm-hmm. like how like there's a story here well i guess no because it starts connected already yeah yeah it starts connected already so yeah uh that one's more of a what is it called? chronologically like mixed up sort yeah. of like a sort of like a pulp fiction that's true or something like okay that. yeah so it's like uh, different times but, but yeah but you do place. get different each character kind of in their own with with this one, you only get I think you get the perspective of two, and then one is reality. Mm-hmm. Uh, uh, so it's it honestly I feel like it's probably one of the only movies why why I picked it because uh, uh, one I wanted you to see it as far as like um, you know I've made music videos and like a little bit of short film stuff before, and the anxiety honestly felt the same uh, watching this. Like I, I would actually like to see what like the safety brothers could do like using the 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 uncut gym style on something sick. like this would be nuts but like um i yeah. loved it <laughs> i loved that? that movie oh you liked yeah yeah uncut or, gyms. Uh, yeah. that too but the, oh, yeah, the this, living in oblivion yeah. i did like it a lot it's you know and it's a, it's a soft comedy once again stakes aren't crazy high but you do get sort of like um you do uh, for such a short time i feel like uh you do get like a a feel for all of the characters, uh, even the ones that it really isn't like completely centered around. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so the idea of it is basically uh, living in oblivion is it's a director, this guy I think uh, Nick uh, uh, Nick Reeve or something like that, uh, played by Steve Buscemi, as a director who's trying to get these scenes done for I guess his directorial i don't know if it's a directorial debut but it's uh it's his latest independent film and through this you kind of follow him and a bunch of other uh 
uh, crew members and stage okay. hands and things like that, which I should probably read the synopsis. We keep forgetting keep the synopsis. Forgetting. But, yeah. This is good, though. Yeah, okay. So this says, uh, this ultimate tribute to uh, all independent filmmakers takes place during one day on the set of a non-budget movie. Uh, and so, yeah, this I, I guess that's a good description. It is sort of a tribute to that. Um, I think... It kind of shows you sort of like there's like alternates to it. Mm-hmm. This is the only movie, and that's that's what I, I meant to get back to is that this is the only movie I feel out of all almost all movies where I feel like dream sequences are like completely justified. Yeah, you know what I mean. It's very interesting in that way because I can't think of one where you're like, oh, it was just a dream. Yeah, oh, that sucks. Like you know what I mean. Mm-hmm. Like most movies are kind of like that when they play the whole dream angle. True, but with this, it felt. It, it it adds something. Mm-hmm. I feel like, like I said, it the it, way it comes together too. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so simple, but so good. Like yeah. it makes sense in a way. Like yeah. I don't know. Even I though really the in, the ending really kind of like, even though like so the the ending premise is kind of like, um, I want to say it kind of has sort of like this sort of like rousing like hopefulness to mm-hmm. it. In a, it's corny, but it's almost like it's very realistic because you feel for what they're trying to get done. Mm-hmm. So the first, I'd say the first, the first uh, part of it, and they're all kind of interestingly directed. I didn't notice until my like probably just this recent second viewing that uh, it starts out in black and white, and whenever they hit action, it goes to color. Oh shit! Um, Why didn't I notice? <laughs> and so, <That's> fucked, <laughs> yeah, and they're trying to get these scenes done. And the um, you know, uh, and there's just something always going wrong. Mm-hmm. Uh, it gets to the point where uh, actors are forgetting lines, uh, lights are exploding. There's a beeping, and it just, you know it goes crazy. <laughs> he goes in on the whole <laughs> <No> crew, crew. <laughs> and he meant that shit too. Did uh, they even figure out what it was? Because I was betting no. it was his own watch. Oh no, no, they, it, it's his alarm clock that wakes him up. Because right? it was a dream. Yeah. Oh my god, I'm so. so. <laughs> but it's still, still yeah. a great movie. Um, and then the second one, they're dealing with this actor, uh, Ch- Chad Palomino or whatever. I'm such a dick. Oh my gosh, it was a. But I, I was like, this is masterful. Like this is a master class in that. And it was, it, I think, it was almost perfect how like, it 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 kind of perfectly illustrates one of those situations where it's like everyone else is being cordial and nice with the, it's like, it's like dealing with, it's like you and your coworkers dealing with like a new manager. Whereas the oldest co your oldest coworker is not having it. Mm-hmm. Like, and that was Wolf in that situation. Yeah. Wolf, Wolf being like the uh, cinematographer. Yes. He's hilarious to me. Uh, he's kind of a baby too, though. They all are. They're <laughs> all little baby children. Uh, him like, and uh, Wanda, Wanda being, uh, bright the bright shirt dude uh, girl he's so funny why does okay what is that guy's name that plays wolf the, the actor because um, that's who benny kind of reminds me of too he's another one of those <laughs> actors like cause that guy plays a lot of love interests in the future see. that's one thing i loved about the movie uh, is yeah, all it, the there was a lot of big people in this cast that were just babies in this <laughs> like uh dermot Mulroney. yeah is that guy yeah and he plays wolf uh He's the cinematographer uh, to Nick Reeve. Um, and yeah, like 
He's great. Um, Bob is great for just being like a little. Which one's Bob? He's like the kind the, of the simple guy with the with the paper clips on his uh, the clothespins on his uh, sleeves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah oh my like, god, it's hilarious. Who else do I like? Um, oh, uh, Peter Dinklage is. Oh yeah. Oh, oh my god, that shoe killed me. Yeah, cor- He's I, like, I don't even have small people in my team. <laughs> I was like, damn, <laughs> so offensive. <laughs> yeah, like, and I don't know. The internet can correct me if I'm wrong, but I do remember hearing this was like his first american role really uh yeah that's really cool so it's i loved i was so excited to see the cast and see how many people that were just like super super established later in this like we can't even forget like Catherine, old old girl from get out yeah Catherine keener like she and 40 old virgin bro she was amazing so hot even then like i fucking love her yeah i'm you know and that was the thing i feel like i tend i think she's a good actress but I tend to not like her characters and a lot of things, and I forgot she was in this. So when I saw it, it's like she's actually like really charismatic, and I actually really like who she's playing in mm-hmm. this compared to like even not that I hated her in a 40 year old version, but I just felt like she was just very standard. Like it was, she was more there to play off of and like, yeah, you know, play off. Steve they do Grimm. that all the time in man made uh-huh. movies, though. They yeah. always have to put someone. Yeah, but I mean, also, there. you gotta, you also think, sorry, there's like a gnat in I here. I know. <laughs> I'm just like snatching at the air. Shut up. I just felt that part. <laughs> right. Um, <laughs> For real. You could just play it off like that. You still have to, like, wait. Yeah. Know. Like, anyway. Um, <laughs> yeah. But, um, good. Sorry. Yeah, no, but, like, yeah, you know, the, uh, especially when comedians kind of just take over a movie, that mm-hmm. tends to happen. Like, I, I'd say the worst example is probably, like, Daddy's Home. I didn't even watch that. You didn't. Even, it's not worth watching, really. But you know, it's the. It's Will I Ferrell. couldn't. I I had it on, and I just couldn't. <laughs> uh, Will Ferrell and uh, Mark Wahlberg. Mark Wahlberg. I love them both, and but got, I just couldn't do it. That's how bad it is. I like the actress who plays. I think uh, Will Ferrell's wife. She's played Velma. Velma. In the oh movies. yeah. Oh okay, she's, yeah, she's she, She's nothing in this movie. Nobody like, can, matters <laughs> in it at all. Nobody. And then they did a sequel. Anyway, that's a totally different story. What? Fucking more buff. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. They really tried for that one. Go ahead. But How one thing I wanted to movie? say, uh, I liked uh, Living in Oblivion a lot, too, because it really felt like, like it said, like a, like a little homage to independent films. And it felt so much like a Clerks kind of movie. Mm-hmm. Was like it the with, black and white that did it yeah, for you at first? Not even that. Because, like, I first thought about how they talked and, like, the kind of jokes they made. Mm-hmm. And the kind of just how they were reminding me of, like, mm-hmm. old school Kevin Smith writing. Exactly. And then when I started to pay attention after I thought that, I'm like, this really just feels like it. Because it's talking about all, it's very real. And that's why yeah. Kevin Smith is the man to me. I fucking, <laughs> if anyone knows one thing about me, it's I'm obsessed with Kevin yeah, Smith. Sure, so sure. it felt, it, it kind of felt like that mm-hmm. to me, being like a ricky dink like low budget shit mm-hmm. but in the best way like very authentic in its own way yeah. I, I fucks with that a like, lot like the i think yeah you're right though like i didn't really think about that but like the spacing in the conversations mm-hmm. feel like like it's like the part where bob is telling uh i forgot the character's name but he was in that show grounded for life i remember him for that uh what's his name oh uh Ke- kevin uh Cor- corrigan uh oh he doesn't even have a name in the movie he's just assistant camera which one? Though, is he he's the wearing one? the beanie and the sunglasses. He's the one that talks Bob. like a talks like a like he's trying to be a rapper. Is that no, no, one? no. That's a that was <laughs> that a, guy was stupid. Yeah, he was. 
He's Billy. Oh, that's yeah, Le- yeah. that was Lester. Who you're talking oh, about? I'm looking at all the people that were in this. Yeah, this fucking yeah. Frank Gallagher's in it. <laughs> the guy from Benny and June. That wait, no, or, this is. Oh, is I'm it? looking at the wrong one. Oh. <laughs> you're oh. looking at Benny and June still. <laughs> Man, Johnny Depp was in this. <laughs> <laughs> Where was he? <laughs> Yo, that's not, I was stupid. That's pretty dope. That's Hold on, let me try this again. Yeah, but Kevin Corgan is a part <laughs> where he's like, yeah, 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 yeah. He was in um Pineapple Express and all. Oh yeah, that's right. Yeah, okay. Mm-hmm. Pineapple Express, and so, dang. yeah, it's wrong with people. It's flying right. Yeah, but um, yeah, got two minutes. But um, so yeah, like I guess uh. We'll get to the end of it. Um, with this movie, yeah, I, I, I think every time I see it, I, I find like a greater appreciation for it. Because once again, it's another small movie, but for whatever reason, it does resonate with you. Mm-hmm. Uh, it does. And I think I don't know if that's just because we are, have our own film interest. I feel like that's what that's what makes a big difference. I feel like people can appreciate it, mm-hmm. but not as much as someone that actually cares for the film culture in mm-hmm. a way. Because some people. I don't know. I feel yeah. like you can just them doing the same scenes over and over mm-hmm. again and the him going off on the cat like cast and him emphasizing his vision is just very realistic and mm-hmm. a lot of people that aren't into film will just be like, What the fuck? Like yeah. they, they won't get it in the first that's place. True, you know what true. I mean? They don't get having to do the same line over again mm-hmm. in a different mm-hmm. way. And it's just nice to see it. Like mm-hmm. I'd recommend it. Yeah. I always recommend, recommend it even to for my those, sister. Even for those who you think it still be appreciated. But, I'd say right. it be mainly because if of the different actors, like Steve Buscemi, who wouldn't want to see Steve Buscemi with <laughs> Johnny Depp hair looking hella young in it? Like, <laughs> just for the fun of it. Yeah. And, yeah, like, yeah. the girl from Get Out, like, just yeah, yeah, and Peter Keenan, Dinklage. Yeah. Like, there's a lot of good people in it that I feel like it just would, like, kind of take yeah. people back when they watch it in a good way. Definitely. So definitely. I'd recommend it, probably. Okay. But definitely to film buffs. Those are the yeah. main people. Main pe- yeah, I'll I recommend. I think everybody should kind of see this one. It's, you know, is it, like, you know, it's not, like, a masterpiece in that way. But Facts. it's it, I think it still has, like, like that realism that I'm is kind of missing from films these days. I'm surprised it doesn't have a cult following in a way for mm. its homage to the film life. Like, I've... I literally only heard of it through you. Okay. And there's hella people in it. That makes it. me feel really good. Yeah. Actually. I'm glad that you showed me. That was, uh-huh. was, even when I like was about to start, I was like, I've never heard of this before in my life. Like, <laughs> Steve Buscemi looked so young. So it was okay. a good one. So yeah. Um, and so uh, in conclusion to tonight's episode, uh, we're going to just go through a little rundown real quick. And so with our first movie last night in Soho, I recommend it as just, you know, a small watch, a small, comfortable watch. Uh, Theater-wise, yeah. I think it was actually worth going to the theaters to see. Definitely. Yeah. I'd probably say that first. Okay. Because it's, it's, it's in the, not an event. It's an experience. Yeah. Very loud, fun, fun mm-hmm. experience, I feel but so. it still, But it still felt like kind of like quaint. Yeah, it did. It did. The characters help make balance it a lot. It's mm-hmm. a good balance of both. But I would, I feel like you get all the good action in the theaters. It wouldn't be as impactful. Impactful. Mm-hmm. That's the word. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, um. And then, uh, Benny and June. It's yeah. It's a you know it's a soup and crackers movie. Sick day. <laughs> uh, uh. Soup and crackers. Good soup. <laughs> good soup. <laughs> That's your, that's your t-shirt that's your, i don't know soup, why i always merch. do that damn thing. good <laughs> but, soup for anything 
but yeah it's a yeah it's a nice little movie uh you know i recommend it i recommend it if you just wanted to watch anything like it is kind of a background movie sometimes uh but she recommended it specifically for women who love johnny depp Mm -hmm. uh so strictly i would there's no guy i would unless i was like you know (laughs) that's it yeah (laughs) (laughs) like we're not watching it but other than that like yeah girl movie you want to see young Johnny Depp be good to someone with mental illness? It's romantic. <laughs> oh, so and that the scene with him waving out the window. Oh, <laughs> so cute. And then lastly, um, Living, Living in Oblivion. Oblivion. Uh, I, yeah, I think it's a movie that more people need to see. It's a, you know, an older one. It kind of felt like a hidden gem. Like you said, it's kind of surprising. I've never heard anybody be more like. More people talk yeah, about it. Not even like it. when I hear like. Like I w- watch interviews with directors mm-hmm. and independent film directors. Yeah. I've never heard of it. And you, I would really think that that would be at least mentioned a little bit more than yeah. ever. But yeah, it's, I'd say it's kind of comparable to a clerks. Very. It's in that same area. Clerks slackers mm-hmm. um, type uh, type of movie, but it's not, of course it, uh, it, it measures up in a different way. I can't even yeah. say it's like worse or anything. Yeah. And so, yeah, that's that's our recommendations uh, for our movies tonight. Uh, this has been us getting real mad about movies. I'm Jay. <laughs> and I'm Jess. And thank you for listening. See you next time. See you next time.